one love okay thanks for tuning in to us the Eminem show welcome back to 
another live episode of the Eminem Show. Thank you for tuning in. It's a glorious uh, spring day here in the District mm-hmm. of Columbia. And we are at the One Love Massive headquarters in Shaw. I am Nikki, your host with Mostis, and I'm here with the boss, the creator, the founder of One Love Massive. What's up, Molly? What up, Dom? Hey, hey, hey. I'm just over here inviting people to our Facebook feed. M awesome. Dog in the building. <laughs> exactly. What? You just nobody's <laughs> ever called you M Dog? No. Really? No. As fierce as you are. I mean, I'm g- rolling. Let's do it. No. <laughs> Well, then I might be dragging like Pink Dog. Ah, uh, but she changed her name. She's not Pink Dog I anymore. Know. That's true. I could be M Dog. <laughs> well, in addition to M Dog, <laughs> we have the one and only the J Mills, aka Naughty Nina Ross. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Doing pretty good. I'm trying to tame the tangents. Didn't even make it through the intro without tossing in a tangent, but you know. It's don't, okay. Don't tame the tangents. Don't. Okay. All mm. right. Well. Not tonight. Nope. <laughs> no. We never. Be... Never. Never tame the tangents. I don't know. You're here. I'm so happy, man. Welcome back, I Nikki. Know. Oh, Thank my you. gosh. Thank you. Before we get to me, though, <laughs> I want to introduce our viewers to the one, the only, the crazy, sexy, cool, the very, very awesome, Indigo Green. Thank Welcome. You. Thank you. Thank yes. you for having me. Thank you so much. We're super excited to have you here. You're part of a big movement going on in the district with the uh, cannabis culture, as well. As, I am. Yes, as well as Ms. Mill. So, um, and I know that we're all weed lovers here in the house at One Love Massive. What so, up? we got a lot to talk about today. I think it's going to be an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm indeed. Excited. But you know, I like to start off the show just with like really catching up and seeing how everyone is doing. Uh, let's start with you, Jay Mills. Why did you say that you want to tame the tangents? What's going on outside that, that that makes you think that's what you're trying to do right now? What's going on? How's your week? It's been really amazing, man. Shout outs to being a CEO and, and running companies and yeah. things. It can be so stressful. Sometimes you wish you could, like, quit. Well, not quit, but, like, I've had jobs where I just made up reasons why I couldn't work. And I wish I could (laughs) do that with my company. Every job I've ever had. (laughs) Exactly. Every job. Oh, my God. My stomach. It's just, like, I can't. But, like, I can't can't out of life when it's it's me. So, I'm I'm feeling, you know, Gemini-type stuff. Sometimes we avoid things. Sometimes we kind of... We just keep it really light, so I'm extra light. You know, I had a lot of sativas, sipped some wine, got this beautiful Jack Daniels that's been blessed by the Queen Indigo. Stop so it. Stop up. it. I'm going to, I know that I need to tame myself in advance. <laughs> mm. In advance. I'm old enough to know when I should put myself on the leash. Well, well that sucks. Oh, that's what he never, said. I never censored Jay Mills. That should be a button or something. Being on the leash is not always bad. Well, I just is is the mercury still in retrograde? Is that thing still happening or is that over? I believe it's over, but it feels like it's on its way back. <laughs> yeah. mm. Don't it's, say that. It, it, it feels is like good it. right now. It's, Life is good right now. <laughs> I don't don't wish need it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, shout outs to uh girl bosses, ladies. Um, in charge and you know bossing up and pushing through and grinding and shining. Holla. That's you know what? Yes. 
that you mentioned that, like, I wrote a whole rap freestyle in my head, like, over and over this past weekend about how women are bosses and how it's called We Running This Shit. And, you know, maybe I'll write it down or maybe I'll perform it in the Factory future. Floor yeah. session. Can I get know? on the remix? Maybe, I'll get, maybe right? I'll get on the lab, okay. actually. Shout out to the lab. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and perform my freestyle. But it's pretty dope, actually. I have no doubt. <laughs> but um, you know, when I'm inspired, I'm I'm known to bust a rhyme. <laughs> but I want to turn it over to you, Molly. How has your week been? You were saying it's been kind of a a stressful week. What's been going on? Well, not stressful. It's been a um, you know, it's been a uh, a week of self discovery. Self discovery. I like that. You mean like oops, or you mean like. <laughs> no, um, not that kind of self-discovery, JMLs. But um, I said, um, nobody yeah, really acknowledged the um. <laughs> Wisdom nugget. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. So, um, I mean, should I just? I'll just put it all the way out there. I decided. Well, I decided I'm not going to censor myself on this show anymore. I'm not sure if you guys realize I was censoring myself, but hang on. Uh, but um. Yeah, it could get interesting, but um, no, I was uh, I was in a uh, really difficult, uh, tumultuous uh, love affair relationship many years ago that ended very, 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 very poorly, and it left a really big stamp on my <clears throat> my soul and how I kind of moved through the world. And um, is the aliens uh, coming? They down? are coming for me. Gotta go. <laughs> you said you were here. censoring yourself. <laughs> yes. They're coming for you. My my ride is here. I gotta go. <laughs> Um, I don't know what it is. It could be our phones. It's to- it could potentially be our phones. Um, sometimes when they're too close to the base of the thing, it causes a little feedback. But um, so anyway, yeah, I um uh, I reached out to that person looking for some um closure. Um, and it and it and it went uh it went it went really well, and I feel a lot oh, better. Amen. That's yeah. Good news. Yeah, that never really happens that way. It ended really like never. it ended in a restraining order. Ever. Bad. Like like that was just like a punchline that I used to use like as a joke, and then it, and then it, then it turned into my life. And it was a really difficult time. Um, I've talked about it before. That's why I'm an advocate for women because I nobody believed me. Um, it was really difficult. I mean, and obviously, like in any you know true love story, there's a lot of different uh, sides and perspectives, and it's you know nothing is all bad, nothing is all good, you know. Um, but it permeated like the way that I moved forward in the world in a, in a lot of different ways. Mm. And I didn't realize how much it was still impacting me from moving forward, uh, until recently when I engaged in a dating arena and realized that like, I really needed to let go of a lot of shit. And I reached Mm. out and he was receptive and it was the best possible, um, way that that story could, could have ended, you know? Um, and so I feel really fucking good. You know what I mean? I feel really good. Like, I was scared, you know what I mean? And I faced him, and I did that shit, and it was good, and it was cool, and it reminded me of, like, why I fell in love with him and why we loved each other and, like, Mm. why ultimately I will always love him, you know? But also, like, why it's okay for me to, like, let go of all of those things and, like, move forward. And, um... That's so That's really exciting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. That's really great. So, yeah. do you have a new boo now, or how's? how's I that do, work? I do. Okay. You know, like that I, always helps. Yeah, you know, a couple of things going on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually in this um like huge self discovery mode. I'm trying to redefine what it means to, uh, be in a relationship and like love without attachment and um, 
all of those things, and Love I don't want to get into too much. Yeah, I don't want to get into too many details about my personal life, but shit is pretty popping right now. You know, I feel like that's nice. another show topic. I know oh, that's happening again tonight. Yeah, and then after dark. <laughs> Yeah, that too. Okay. But yeah, so no, it's good. It's good. And I feel like in order for, you know, me getting off of social media January 1 is the best fucking thing I've ever done for myself. I'm never going back. I love you guys I on like Facebook. I still see you. No, because I have to post for the business, but I'm not scrolling. Uh, I'm not checking okay, notifications okay. and I'm not scrolling. Yeah. You know? Just because. Work. I'm, yeah, and even then, I'm really not staying on it. You know, like, I jumped, I literally just installed the app to go on here to share this feed, and I'm going to uninstall it the second, you know? Um, but it's cleared up all this time for me to, like, be alone with my thoughts yeah. and think about shit, and, like, shit's really fucking good, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, just this week alone, you know what I mean? I have more, I have more clarity, more time alone with my thoughts. I'm able to, like, really focus on what I want to do. That's Amen. awesome. And I think, uh, you know, to be the person that I know that I my purpose is meant to be, to, to, like, make at least my world a slightly better place while I'm in it, um, I can't be affected by all of that noise, and I can't carry that shit around anymore. And so, like, I feel really ready for 2018 uh, in an extremely tumultuous world that, like, you know, is, like, low-key killing me. Like, I feel more prepared to... Yeah. Tackle that, you know? Folks, there was a definite wisdom nugget in there, you right? know, about letting go of things. Rebirth. Rebirth. Dude. Getting off of social media. Dude. To give your brain some room. Dude. And I know you guys are out. watching this on social media. but <laughs> <laughs> It's all about balance. Win some, lose some, you know? <laughs> Just tune in every Tuesday at 8 and, or 9. <laughs> I don't even know what time it is. But. It's all about that it, balance. It depends on where you are on the planet, you know? 8 o'clock. 100%. Central. 9 Eastern. 100%. Yeah. Sounds about right. right. Yeah. In Cali, it's 6 o'clock. Pacific. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I wonder if anybody, if anybody in Cali is watching us, like, say hi on our little... What's up, Callie? What's up, Callie? But what's up, DC? Because that's who mostly watches is DC. That's true. We also got some Baltimore folks who check us out, as well as a couple folks from Philly. I've been uh, checking out our stats on the show, you know? So uh, we got a nice uh, regional feel, you know? And that feels good because we're all about the district. But the district, what happens here, impacts the whole United States. Hell yeah. It Mm -hmm. really does. Um, Especially in terms of uh culture and policy you know like dc is on the it might not feel like it to us because we live here we're in the thick of it but what actually happens here um oftentimes sets the tone for other cities and localities across the country and how they're gonna move forward dc is definitely a um a thought leader when it comes to like social justice issues and moving things on the ground and whatnot. And definitely now is the time where shit is going down in this country. Yes. So super now. real, man. Super yes. real. So shout out to all of those in the thick of it in the district. But I want to turn it over to Miss Indigo Green. How has your week been? What's been going on with you? Well, not much. Well, first of all, the new year so far, let me not speak too soon, but it has been great to say the least whole year um, i'm also great. yeah <laughs> i'm year. also on this whole rebirth journey right now so like i can definitely resonate with what you were saying earlier um and this whole self-discovery and just kind of you know 
living free, living your best life. That's yeah. like my motto for 2018. Like, and it's come to a point where I've evolved into the person that, you know, I I knew I could be. So I'm like attack mode at this point. Hell like, yeah. Yes. That's hell yeah. That's what I'm about. Attack now. mode. Yes. You're on a new level. Like exactly. Yeah, I leveled up basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What's the level up noise? We need a like magic mushroom level up graphic. Can we work on that for next week? Like, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Leveling up. Well, it's really awesome to have you here on the show. Um, we're definitely going to get into the weed culture of DC and, and your role in that. God, I love it. Yes. But I do want to uh, go over what we have here on the table the real quick. So, um, Many of you may know, but there's a real nasty flu going around all around this country. And so uh, I was one of those downtrodden souls, because I really was <laughs> looking downtrodden this past week, that caught that shit. I think it's the N2H3 or something like oh, that. Oh, they're naming that shit now? Yeah, Jesus the H- Christ, H- H2N3. Yeah. Thing. That's you not know? suspect at all. I know. Last time it was that swine flu, was H1N1. Everyone remembers that. That was, you know, I feel like when it's really bad, they associate the number uh. with it. Anyway, I caught that shit. And so um, I am feeling 95% better after nine days of being down. And so today's show is literally brought to you by Ricola. Ricola. <laughs> Feel free to send us that Ricola money too. You know what I'm saying? Yes, because I would not be able to talk for the next hour or so Boom. without these things. This show is also also brought to you by Puffs Plus Lotion. The Plus Lotion is critical, folks, because you know you're blowing your nose a zillion times. There's no lotion in that. Then your whole face is raw yeah. and red and nasty. So you gotta get it with the lotion. What's in the? the you got some essential oils in there. I see. Oh yes, yes. I've in, got the oh. the tea tree essential oil. <laughs> I thought it was on the tissue. No, like, that would be dope. That would be dope. I'm sure they do have that in cups. <laughs> but. Probably. Yeah, you breathe in first. Yeah, they have the Vicks one. Well, we've got some Vicks here as well today. These are all tools that I use to literally get by this past week. Every single one of these. See, now this reminds me of uh, my time in the 90s. I went to some really great raves. What did you do with Vicks for raves? Did you put it in your hair or something? No. What was going do on? Tell. Yeah, what is You the... guys aren't hip? No, what is I mean, do? I went to a lot of raves, but I didn't use no vapor rub. Girl, so you never, like, you see people wearing, like, the, uh, like, the, you know, face masks at raves. You ever yeah. See that? You know, like, yeah. the hair face mask? Yeah. You put Vicks on it, or you put it under your nose, and, like, when you're <laughs> rolling, it, like, you know, I don't know. It feels refreshing. good. You're like, woo. Okay. Like I'm in the Alps. Woo! Oh, but you're wow. actually at like Nation. So I bet it like, does feel down. good. I did that at Nation, like just to put things cold. in perspective. You I know? was not like I was at Nation, but I wasn't that creative. With you know, I wasn't that sometimes creative. Sometimes drugs aren't enough. You know what I'm saying? You need the help of uh, Vic. You know, yeah. Vic's Rob, <laughs> folks. <laughs> Coming. Who is Vic anyway? You know what I mean? Who is because guy? it's icy and it's hot, so it's. Right. And you get hot when you're rolling, so the ice, I could see how that okay, would be like, insane. No, for sure. Like, you know, like Although those roto drops, those roto eye drops drill. that are all yeah. like, just imagine your whole life like that. 
Wow. Yeah. Whole I feel life like I missed dry out. Waiting for I mean, it was. Big, I mean, you know, I missed out, man. You know, you know, it's never yeah, too late. I'm Maybe in a few years, out. and the baby's grown, you get you. <laughs> Take a weekend off. Get you a uh, Mitsubishi, you know what I'm saying? And a, <laughs> a Mitsubishi? <laughs> Bottle a of mix. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Go all out. Oh, my God. There's something about that. Or Honda. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Um, so we also have the chapstick. Critical for anyone throughout Boom. the winter, must say. Need chapstick. Bam. Life. Cocoa butter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Then we've got the Equate brand Tylenol. Um, because I'm too cheap to buy Tylenol, <laughs> but it works just the same. I'm gonna use It's awesome. <laughs> and last but certainly not least, we've got the Robitussin. Sipping oh, on Wait, it's not last. There's more medicine on the table. There's more medicine, but this is your medicine. I didn't really. My That's throat the real medicine. My yeah, throat wouldn't allow me stuff. that put, medicine. Put that up in the camera. And this yeah. is subtle branding. <laughs> the one love massive. Uh, what kind of weed do we have here today? Actually, this is um, definitely grown here. Definitely, definitely grown here. Did not grown cross in any DC. state lines. Yes, homegrown, local. <laughs> hey. Hey. No, Let's not really. It. I don't know. I think it's um, mm. Dewberry OG. Mm. Smell that. It's a cross of uh, Afgu Hindu Kush really with blueberry. <laughs> Really Somebody a, told me once really that good cannabis has the same aroma <laughs> as, as as who's gonna fill in the blank? Oh. Let's see if this is a common thought or if this was just a a skunk. Not, <laughs> not quite. Nikki. Me? Yeah, you need to take a swing at it. Oh, I thought you meant I like think... it smelled like me. I was like... Getting closer. My body yeah. <laughs> Hotter. What do you think the blank is? Well, I feel like the blank is because it's coming from you, like <laughs> the Punani. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. But I never would have thought the that. Punani. I was, I was thinking like fresh pine cones or the fields of North Carolina, you know? Martha like, Stewart's fall collection. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard this saying before, Indigo? Um, I have not. That's that's a new one. Really? Um, yeah, seriously. I've never I've, heard that the either. cat piss one. That's one I've heard. <laughs> um, definitely had a few pissy pissy strands. Um, but no, first time with uh, Bunani. Okay. Well. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Everybody Learned doesn't think it day. does, but can't say I'm an expert. A lot of people do. Either, I don't but. know. It was. It's been men that I've heard say this, and that I saw say it again. Mm. But okay. um, I don't know. Maybe. Well, men are always wrong. So <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. can also be a fact. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Coming from an unbiased place. I'm just yeah. saying. You know. F- I, I think that the verdict has is going to come in because as women we know Punani and if none of us <laughs> yes we do can agree <laughs> I don't know I feel like the Punani can smell more like fruit or like cinnamon <laughs> sugar Christmas cookies puppies <laughs> what? I don't know about puppies teddy bears okay we're gonna Pull up. I thought we had a tangent button. We need a tangent Boom. timer or something so like that. So, You shouldn't have given up your seat, you know what I mean? <laughs> we need a bell. <laughs> That's so what it is. I okay. wanted to tell you guys about this 
um, really crazy dream. I've been really excited to share it with you, actually. So, um, you all had announced on the last show that I'm pregnant. Yay! Yay. Yay. I'm uh, 17 weeks now, and along with pregnancy comes some really weird, crazy dreams. Yes. It's like a movie every night. Yes. Every single night. And sometimes it's good. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's kind of nightmarish. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kinda, all over the place. But they're like, all vivid. Extremely vivid. And you remember them. Yes. That's so what this happens when one, I don't smoke pot. Yeah. <laughs> this is no pot smoking, yo. No, this it, is just straight Pregnant dreams is a cinema. whole nother... So check it out. I'm like on a mission, of course. And I'm in either... I'm in L.A., and uh, I don't know what the mission is, but I know I'm on a mission. <laughs> and I'm in this like super swank hotel, and I don't. I'm like about to set up my stuff, but then I hear some people come in the room. And Wait, are you like a spy or something? I don't. Possibly, probably, because I like spy like shit. Like an assassin, and I or also, maybe a ninja. I I all I do think of myself as a ninja, like as an organizer, because I be casing buildings, seeing entrances where workers and executives come in and out. I be doing that kind of shit. So in my mind, sometimes I do. It's the glambo, you know, <laughs> glambo, like I get, for real. you know. So I'm on my glambo, glambo. mission in L. A. So and I hear someone come in the room that and. And so I get under a bed. Now, there's two, like, king-size beds in this super swank thing. So I get under one to hide. And it's Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. (laughs) And they're, like, making out and hugging each other and stuff. And then they get on the bed and then they start doing it so they're doing it and i'm in the room (laughs) underneath and i'm like oh my god trying to hold my breath and like kanye west looks back as he's fucking kim kardashian (laughs) and sees me under the bed but he just sees me and acknowledges me and i'm like oh my god and he just like keeps doing his thing and then he says something like Hey there, shorty, like, we see you under the bed, like, it's cool, you can come out. So I come out, and I'm like, This is, ah. this is my kind of story. Yeah. <laughs> some, some, somehow, I, I don't remember the exact conversation, but I explain some shit, why I'm there, and it's logical, and they were, <laughs> they were on some shit like, well, we're not supposed to be in this room either. <laughs> we just liked fucking random rooms in different hotels. And so, check this out. They, and and they said, that I do remember this, they were like, and we like it when people watch. Meanwhile, just so y'all know, I like don't ever follow anything Kardashian or anything like that. I don't care about their relationship. This is just some wild random shit. <laughs> anyway, so then they get dressed or whatever, and then into the room comes Eric Hilton <laughs> and the dude that plays Will Ferrell's elf dad in the movie <laughs> elf i forget this actor's name not the human one but the elf was dad. he the elf was dad. he still an elf no, no he, was like, he was like a re- regular actor dude like i do they, remember who that is like now. they were there at a party he's also in uh this christmas or almost christmas or something he's like the white guy in the all black family christmas movie okay and he's been in a zillion things you know i will look it up and anyway those eric hilton of DC, of Thievery Corporation, and this dude comes in the room, they're like, hey, we've been looking for you guys. It's time to go to the party. 
And so um, they leave, and then Kim and Kanye are like, you should totally come to this party with us. And I'm like... bed creeper, come on, let's go. <laughs> and I'm, but they're like, it's a pool party, so get ready. And I'm like, okay, great. Meanwhile, I'm definitely pregnant, like, currently. <laughs> so, but for some reason, I have this, like, bikini with me that is a little bit too small. So I put it on and have, like, the whole third boob situation and my pregnancy belly sticking out and I'm walking around the hotel (laughs) and going to this pool party strutting around I'm getting hollered at and shit too looking terrible (laughs) and it's like I look for them for like an hour and I can't find them and I start having these feelings of like these motherfuckers you know what I'm saying like they stood (laughs) me up I can't find them then all of a sudden Kim Kardashian or little posse is like hey honey we've been looking for you and that the like pool party section is over, but then we go to this other house section. Dude, the elf dad is like engaging me in conversation the whole time. I feel like he's trying to hit on me or something, but I'm trying to be polite and cool and whatnot. And we are walking up these stairs and like he leans on it and the rail like falls off and this like weird redneck family just (laughs) happens to be in the like this lodging area and they're like oh we'll fix that or whatever so we have to go in and meet their whole family and stuff and but it was weird anyway so we're there we fix the railing we go up to the suite where kim kardashian her whole little like party crew and stuff is and I don't know, somehow her and I get in a room together and I'm Uh-oh. I'm brushing her hair and stuff. <laughs> I was waiting for her to come back to I'm brushing her right. hair. You're brushing and her hair. She like wants to do my she makeup. Wants to do my makeup. Your face. My face. And you know, because she does the contours. And I'm she like, I don't really like great. makeup like that. Uh-huh. I'm a real natural. She's like, Oh, I can do a light contour. I'm like, okay. So she's like, and we're going out later, so you have to like get it popping. So we're like, this is the longest fucking dream. I know. Who remembers? I'm sure the actual dream was like thirty seconds. I I don't know. I felt like it was hours. That just blew my mind a little bit. So then, meanwhile, Kanye West like left. He was like, no more parties in L.A. Like literally, he's like, I'm not doing this shit. So he bounced out. And but we're like <laughs> listening to his album, of course, the whole time throughout. It's just always on in the background. I feel like that's probably super accurate. So I feel like everywhere Kanye goes, his music is probably always playing. playing. Nothing but Kanye plays right. around Kanye. So I'm asking Kim all these questions. I'm like, why Kanye? And she's like, because he's interesting and he. I'm not bored with him. Everyone bores me and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I guess it makes sense. And then I like asked her about that comment where she was like, oh, get these boxer braids. So we have this conversation about cultural appropriation and like social responsibility, like having all of this, you know, fame and stuff and how her her statements make an impact and everything and how like black people's culture could be forgotten and she's responsible now because she's a mother of black Armenian children. It was deep and she was like, didn't want to hear it but then she did because I said it in a nice way and she was like, I want you to roll with me. You're going to be my advisor and stuff like that. <laughs> this is amazing. It was really intense and then we got dressed up and we went out and like, I was part of the bitches, you know, their role with Kim Kardashian. So I don't know if my mission was like, 
like to infiltrate the Kardashian family <laughs> or if it was some other shit and I got derailed. But I tell you one thing I did learn, okay? So you know how Kanye West was like, before he drops his album, The Life of Pablo, he just kept saying T-L-O-P, T-L-O-P is dropping or whatever, and then you found out that's what it stood for. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about it, but then she confirmed it in my dream that Pablo stands for pretty ass black lover of Kim Kardashian. Huh. <laughs> Mystery solved. What a deep ass dream, y'all. Pregnant dreams. It's really vivid. This might, this might be a thing. I that, don't know. That was pretty crazy. It was. I just really. And anyway, I feel connected. You should tweet them and be like, low key. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? <laughs> Does Pablo stand for. <laughs> I don't think you can summarize in a tweet, which is the Pablo part. You could just say it and it would be retweeted so many times, Kanye would see it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And then you randomly get flown out to a hotel. And you should Photoshop an image of you under a bed. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird, dude. Very specific. I know. Very specific. I know. I know. I love. And he like made eye contact with me. <laughs> he made direct eye contact with me. It was so weird. <laughs> oh my god. So J Mills, you had some pregnancy dreams. Do you remember any of them? Not anymore. No. Not really, no. Have you, have any of you had any weird, crazy dreams recently? Yeah. Well, every time I've had to sm- stop smoking weed, which only was one time in my life, thankfully, <laughs> but I had a lot of crazy dreams then. But in general, I dream yeah. a lot. I dream, but my yeah. last crazy dream that I remember was actually in LA. <laughs> yeah. What? And I was running around on some crazy mission shit. What is it about LA? I crazy mission? I don't know. It was so weird. It was like I, I was um, a part of this business and two of my business partners were also on the West Coast. And the whole dream was us trying to link up with the three of us. But it, our company, we had these businesses, but it was it was like... You know how I have all these different companies and I'm doing all these different things and I have companies with different people. And like, while we have this company together, the three of us had a business, but we had so much other business that was just intersecting. And at the same time, our business was, was clearly, it was, it was national. At least we had different offices because it was like, oh, okay, you got to go to Vegas, but I got to go to Seattle and whole time she's in LA and I try to meet her in LA, but she's up in Oakland and we go to Oakland, but he's in Vegas and it just kept on like this whole, we just couldn't get it together throughout the West coast. It was always just two of us. It was always trying to get to the next thing while at the same time handle the business that we had to Mm -hmm. handle. And really we were just trying to get together (laughs) on some, yo, I haven't seen you like, the fuck we talk all the time we're doing all these things we have this whole company but when are we gonna link so sounds a little reflective of life yeah Yeah. stress you know it's very reflective you know (laughs) yes but that's what dreams always are Mm -hmm. i mean the aborigines believed that the dream world is the real world and that the real world that we experience while we're awake is the dream because in truth, you know, we're a spirit that's rocking a body. And if you think about life from that perspective, then you realize like, oh, wait, 
maybe there's more to my dreams and my thoughts than one would think. That means in my real life, I'm a creepster. Hides under Herbert. No, no, maybe. So I'm just no. thinking about this. In real life, you're somebody who gets to the dirt that people want to yeah. hide about themselves. People yes. that look really good, or businesses that look really Girl, good, that companies true. that look really good. But you're there looking to see where the workers are coming in and the executives are coming in. See who's under the bed. <laughs> Oh, they fucking! <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, they fucking. They not supposed to be fucking right here. Oh my god! You would be surprised about it's the so kind funny. of information I do know about politics behind the doors in D.C. about who's doing what, and who's uh-huh. fucking and who was fucking and. All but that. whole time an entry into politics. I don't want to so know this maybe, stuff. But maybe you're supposed to be this like. Okay, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I got an interpretation for you here. Oh, Maybe shit. you're going to be like Glambo for real and you're going to be like an undercover like stylist, superhero, like political, like social <laughs> activist who like by day operates as a stylist and like while you're making people pretty you're just like dropping wisdom nuggets all up in their shit about being black and Armenian. Buckets and nuggets. <laughs> And raising some beautiful ass children, but for real, maybe that you know, like I mean, that's pretty close to reality. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I don't know about the Armenian. You just don't really want to. You just don't want to be doing that for famous people because, like, working for. Can you imagine, like, actually working for Kim Kardashian? I mean, no. I'm sh- it's a lot more money. Whole lot. So that's kind of like even if you just work for a day. Yeah. I, I'd go for it. Well, holler at me, Kim, if you're watching. <laughs> you could like post it, note like little <laughs> nuggets all over their house. Before An advisor of African affairs. Yes. Boom. That would be dope. Self-appointed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you had any crazy dreams or repeat dreams in your life? Um. Well, all of my dreams, I feel like, are pretty much the same. Like, I'm always mm. running from something. Jesus. Um, I can, <laughs> no, seriously. I, but I never die, though, so it's, it's weird. And I don't know about you you guys, but I always see my dreams, like, I, I guess it's called first person. Like, you know the video games? Where yeah. You're like, you see, like, the guns. Like, yeah, so you don't yeah, see yourself exactly. in your dream. N- no. Did you, Do you see, guys see yourself? You're, yourself? Like, you're like three feet above yourself. Did you ever yeah. see your face? You were very aware of your body, but Nikki, did you see? Yeah, I saw myself. Interesting. You saw your face. Yeah. The God perspective. Yes. There are these different I've perspectives. Never, yeah, I've oh never my God. seen myself. When I'm deep in a dream and like, yo, y'all know I. Does I'm, that mean I'm I a, have a God complex? No, that just means that you. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm, do you? You want to talk about this? No, like, I'm humble. That's what I was worried. <laughs> no, that just—it's just all different types and perspectives. You have first person, like first person is a very passionate perspective. It's a very driven perspective. It's a very active perspective. It is not observant until after the fact. That's when it's able to look back on what happened and try and be like, ah, but you might have missed some details because it's first person. The observer has the ability to look and survey at all of these different things, but they don't have control over what's happening. So it's, you know, yin and yang. It's not like one is good or bad or anything like that. It's just like different kind of perspectives. 
I felt like omnipresent in my dream. I felt like I was watching everything happening and participating at the same time. That's pretty time. deep. The fact that you said we use that long and you remember that much of it is mad. Yeah, so like you were, clear. the pregnant dreams are... And like, there's other real, ones, the too. Shit. There's, like, been at least four or five other We're going to have a whole other podcast for Nikki's dreams. I had a crazy dream last night. And Jay night. Mills' psycho trips. Wait, so you guys, like, do you actually feel when you're dreaming? Yeah, because I always feel, and I can always like yeah. control it for the most part. If, like when if I'm running, if you can remember your dreams, you're lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming is when your conscious mind is aware of the dream, and oftentimes it's a middle, it's in the middle of the dream. You're never aware of how you got to where you got to. You just yeah, have this true. moment of awareness. That is your conscious mind, and that's how you're able to look. So, to train yourself in lucid dreaming, when you have that moment in your dream, that aha. I am dreaming. That's a powerful thought. Mm. When the and the whole metaphysics, who is I that realized? What does it mean that before I didn't know? I was being tricked. I did and then suddenly I woke up and was like, hey now. <laughs> yes. I am in, in a dream. <laughs> and after that thought, you actually have the power to travel anywhere you want to in space and time. As far as you can dream, you are at the essence of the all that you came with as much as you care to remember. So it's very interesting in terms of first person versus observing. And then those who don't remember the dreams, if it's really disjointed because of just how vast the mind is, how much work is done when you go to sleep. Like, why do you sleep? It's not because your body's tired. You can rest and you can meditate and not need sleep. You can lay down and think that you're tired and just be in your bed. Like, yeah, if your <sighs> mind is active, you're not going to sleep no matter how tired your body no, is. No, right. sleep is your spirit <clears throat> shutting all body functions down and taking a trip out of the suit that it wears every day. That's why when you're depressed, wow. you sleep all the time because your spirit is light. And it'd be like, fuck this bo- dark ass body. Shit, goddamn. Go to sleep yeah. and just float. You might not even remember your dreams. All you want to do is sleep. But I mean, like I said, I'm deep into it, man. We, as deep as that human is. beings, you know, what does it mean to be? Who is I? What does that mean when you realize that I am? Why is that so <laughs> profound? But when you sleep at night, if you're a person True. who lucid dreams, you are one of a rare few who have the ability to control your subconscious consciously and we all have these and that's what creativity is all about honestly the (laughs) ability to access your thoughts your dreams that that before you even bring it into words or write it down (laughs) it does it starts with the dream man you know what is crazy too because i had the flu and stuff like um I was having trouble breathing and Mm -hmm. I couldn't sleep for a long time. I could not escape to that dream space and shut things off. And after like five days, I was going delirious because I have a kind of mind that is like constantly going always with something needs to be done. Some crazy thought, something just constantly on a loop. So I need that escape time in order to like reset and be able to like Mm -hmm. deal with that loop the next day. And I could not get that. And then like 
that night that I had that dream, I was starting to get better, but I was still having interruptions Mm -hmm. um, from my breathing in the dream. And I remember at one point waking up from that dream and being like, I need to fucking go back to sleep right now. That was a dope story. I want to find out what keeps happening and like chose to like go back to sleep so I could fall back into it. And did you? Yes. Do you all write your dreams down? I do not because I feel like they're so like when I wake up and try to remember it's so choppy um, but I try to write down kind of like the symbolic things like if I have a I have a lot of dreams about snakes um, most of the time I'm getting bitten by one like I had one that crawled into my window um, oh. this is all black too who don't you and try it, it bit me on the foot and the like food. as I'm sleeping I can I can feel it um, but I don't like remember that actually what happened, happened after, or in a dream no this happened. was in a dream but okay. I, I, I felt <clears> like my body filled the bite um but once i wake up i woke up like i don't know what happened afterwards or before that i just remember that moment mm-hmm. so i don't actually remember like whole dreams but i remember moments in my dreams um which i'm assuming are, are yeah you are gotta important. train your brain mm. so i used to have I a gotta bunch do of... more meditating see this yeah. is why the, i mean i do yoga a lot um so this is what my journey has um, come to as well, like in this whole rebirth and, you know, trying to find yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, You kind of learn to find happiness in things that are, you know, unpleasant or Mm -hmm. um, things that burden you or sadden you or whatever the situation may be. Um, Especially when you are living in the city and a lot of things are, you know, constant and you got to keep moving. It's a bit chaotic and a lot noisier. Um, you got to learn to find peace in those things as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So then in turn, you you do have that clarity to where nothing can can shake you and nothing can really knock you. Um, But it it takes a lot of practice. Just as you like physically have to exercise, you have to exercise the mind too. And you Mm -hmm. have to, you know, you have to keep practicing that. So yeah, mentalize. Yeah, mentalize. There you go. The word I I came up with. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Wana Javi, shout out to Wana. So tell us, um, you practice yoga, but tell us more about Indigo Green and yeah. about yes. your cannabis business, your flower. Just tell us, tell the viewer what you do and, and how you do it and why your shit is super dope. Okay, I can do that. Well, so my whole goal here in D.C. is to basically see it come to the point where quality is accessible to everybody. Um, and I, I just want to inspire. Well, right now, I just want to inspire people to kind of live live a better life and you know realize that life is pretty simple um once you detach yourself from from the things that that kind of dilute your happiness um and i mean that in a sense like sometimes you may think oh well this brand new bag makes me happy but essentially it's just a brand new bag um and nothing holds any value until you decide to to give it that so um i think it needs to be a shift in people's mentality and and um, awareness and learning that um, the value of things isn't in a, a brand new bag and a purse, but mm-hmm. in like a walk in the park or um, just taking that time out, you know, 10, 15 minutes to, to meditate and, you know, mm-hmm. exercise your mind, mentalize or whatever. Um, <clears throat> mentalize. Yeah. So that's, and, you know, it, it can become a little <laughs> preachy. Uh, which is what I'm trying to avoid. Like, you know, you don't want to be that hotep, you know, always preaching about something and all this other stuff. Um, so I, I kind of want to sh- do it by by showing people, by living it. Um, and that's kind of what Indigo Green is about. It's about being relatable and being real and um, and, and raw. Uh, yeah, and so inspire the people, y'all. Live Word. your best life. 
And yeah. so part of the way that you are living your best life is through uh, cultivating flowers and meditating with the use of marijuana, correct? Correct, yeah. So uh, I hold, I mean, obviously Mary holds a very special, special, special place in my heart. Um, from literally, I mean, personally, it's helped me as far as like, from anxiety to like if I'm sore after a workout like mm-hmm. that's the range that it can go um as far as my love for it but um as far as growing goes I've kind of developed I've, well yeah I've kind of developed these techniques that have worked for the home grower like the do-it-yourselfer the grower on a budget <coughs> um and that's kind of who you know I'm trying trying to target is you know the people who are kind of discouraged because they don't have all the money or they don't know where to go and like they see all these growers and they have you know this expensive ass equipment and this dope ass setup they have a whole room and it's like yeah that stuff is great but you know all it takes is motivation and and you can get the same the same product um you can get the same results um and uh yeah that's what I'm gearing towards like the do-it-yourselfers because that's literally what I do like everything that I know everything that I've learned have have been for me you know studying and and doing and experimenting and failing and um picking myself back up and trying it again um so yeah it's it's a journey but it's it's one of growth and it's very fulfilling and I definitely encourage everybody to get get into the growing epidemic going on here right now so are you a soil girl soil cocoa girl I am a soil girl so word Yes, I actually just started doing my own soil. You compost? Um, yes. Hey, well, so, the living soil. Yes. Composting, man. So I've started my own. I just re- relocated into a new house like three months ago. Um, so my grow is, it had a few setbacks. So I'm literally like restarting everything. Um, and so part of that is doing doing a compost before I was working with somebody. So it was a bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm kind of taking taking on all the roles so it, it has become a, a bit more difficult a bit it's more a time consuming yeah um but like i said it's very very rewarding and um fulfilling so the compost is going to take some time but i started a band it's actually i'm journeying it on my instagram if you guys follow me um i think it's been it's a month into it so i'll be doing an update on that pretty soon um but yeah from the compost and then i build my own soil with the cocoa base actually nice um my favorite too yeah, I love it. And uh, I'm trying to do the whole organic thing, you know? It just makes for a better taste, a smoother smoke, the whole nine. So yeah. I definitely want to stay on that route. Um, and eventually, hopefully, <coughs> venture off into hydro once my grow expands. Mm. That'd be nice. But why do you want to do hydro? Um, Just to get the experience, really. Um, I'm not particularly, like, drawn to it. Right. But I do want to know how it works and, you know, the science behind it and... Mm-hmm know if I can be successful with the different methods um, and see how they compare to each other and that whole thing. So cocoa, cocoa is work for me and it's so affordable. When you say so. cocoa, are you doing like shredded coconut? Is that what you're talking about? When you say cocoa, cocoa uh, husk. husk. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I do a soil cocoa mix. Yeah. Well. Interesting. So I do that. Interesting. But it is. I mean, it works for me. The only issue would be like drainage but you can easily like combat it combat drainage with like do you put a layer of cocoa at the bottom and the perlite at the bottom of your pots um i do not so i mix it all together put a layer of perlite and coconut at the bottom Hmm. just at the bottom and that'll 
solve that problem. So, okay, so for our viewers that have no freaking idea about <laughs> I know, right? what it they're talking about, <laughs> and um, maybe people in the room, <laughs> Indigo, can, can you take the the novice grower or someone that wants to grow? Like, what are the basic materials that they need to grow a weed plant? Dirt like, and sun. Dirt, sun, and water, Basically, right? Basically, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the essentials, right? Um, lights, water, and um, no. love. Uh, uh, <laughs> some, timer, <laughs> some timers and yeah. some time. Money, lots of money. Lots of money. Um, a sense growing, of humor. Are you growing <laughs> indoor or outdoor, Patience. seasonally? Like, um, Well, I grow indoor, so I find that that's probably the most um, consistent yeah like it, you don't have to worry about the weather and environment yeah. and bugs yeah and as um, much although you, know. you can you can get pests in your indoor yes. grow like for Very sure so. um and those are a bitch and you definitely don't want those uh-huh. um never had them don't know but, <laughs> i'm lying like shit i got them right now <laughs> if you're in dc you grow indoors you got spider some mites well, what, spider what have you been doing to to get them out some of there. method one i sprayed him with some method one and you know i mean i i have you know it's a long story uh, it's a long I'm story always peppermint is. and cinnamon and yeah, it's garlic all, method one is like all essential oils um and i literally one time i did lavender too actually lavender. Um, mix it yeah mix i can it imagine together. that being and cool literally like even like i think i had yeah it was a lavender essential oil um, and I have like a burner, an oil burner, uh-huh. um, and I just like cranked it up and mm-hmm. get the smell going, and just the fumes alone um, keep them away. Yeah, that's really good. Oh shit! Yeah, um, shout like out to natural pest control techniques, yes. man. Shout yes. out to knowing your grower. Shout outs to growing your own. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on in DC right now, and I was so excited that you were a guest today. Like you saw, I cut it by the hairs and my chinny chin chin. Like y'all. I don't know that I just got my breath together, you know, before we went live. But, um, yeah. There is a lot. Um, we are in the wild, wild west. <laughs> we are. <laughs> right now of D.C. I'll tell you what. I got two bubble buckets for you when you're ready. Like two Uh-oh. hydroponic buckets. Okay. Ay. Well, I'll definitely get to that. All you need is like um, a couple inches of roots and mm. you're in there. Not even. Well, see, I gotta, of... I gotta brush up with my knowledge first, though. See, I'm like, I gotta be prepared for everything. Like, I'm kind of a perfectionist. Hydro's easy. If you can it's do so soil, easy. you can easily do hydro. Leaves see, everybody's like, oh, it's so face. much more temperamental, and like, you gotta mm. be more calculated. And That's for people stuff. who don't. Okay, so you, excuse me. I'm sure that because you grow and just from this conversation that you pay attention to your plants and. Some people may not know what a healthy plant looks like. They may not see when it's yeah. starting to get bad and um, underestimate what is what is going on. The problem with hydro is that unlike like soils, a bit more forgiving. So if you you can flush your soil out, right, and kind of be all right. But if you put the wrong nutrient blend into your water mix it's not forgiven at all right. you're gonna lose everything but yeah see what do you but mean you, blend? you can't just get some miracle grow and put it on it no yeah, sure if you want your plant to die <laughs> if you, you want to smoke miracle grow <laughs> <laughs> i've never used miracle no, no you can't do that no 
I mean, you it educate is. educate the people. Like, what do you mean nutrient blend? What do. What well, do... so when you're growing in hydroponics, it's growing in water. And so the root ball is reaching for water. And so that means that all your nutrients, all of the fertilizers you're giving the plant, have to be water soluble. They have to mm-hmm. do mix up. Do you use up. organic or. Um, I don't blend. use I don't use I don't do hydro anymore. I was always a soil girl, and I did a couple rounds of hydro. And I mean, they grow like yeah. fucking beautiful, like leaves the size of your face and shit, just fern gully they looking faster, fucking yeah. plants. Yeah, way faster. You'll, way you'll faster. Get at least one more harvest a year. It was a problem. Like I had like a two different harvests. My plants got too big, and I had to like yeah. trim them yeah, down. It's literally before like, I flipped them. It's like steroids for your plants, but just like steroids do things to humans, steroids do things to plants. Right. And um. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm thankful for my trip to Jamaica to learn the natural ways that these things were done and to see how certain variables were manipulated to the point where they were controlled exactly. And that kind of caused this false environment that manipulated the plant to create more crystals or, you know, increase the terpene amount. So... I don't know. It's a fine line. Like, Mm. I love to just look at the the, the same kind of thing with with humanity and the things that we do from arching our eyebrows or, you know, trimming your plant right. and how that can literally change the genetics of your plant for the next generation. If you really, really aggressively are lollipopping and cutting it back or cutting off these nodes and changing the way that plant looks, it genetically remembers that. Oh, shit. And its offspring for real? are going to be like, oh, yeah. I mean, just like how people avoid pain. Plants were like, oh, last time I had all this other shit, you cut me. I ain't even going to grow all that shit this time. Yeah, they adjust. And so that's how over time you're able to create these different strains and these different nuances and bring out these particular particular characteristics. Because like a pure sativa or pure indica um, are very interesting. But these hybrids, which is what pretty much everything is now, is taking these different qualities. It takes how fast and how tall your pure sativa goes and gives it the stickiness and the density and the faster flower time of an indica. But, um, yeah, I always found it interesting and I always wanted to know more about when they crossbreed like the same strand with each other. Um, I, I mean, I don't know much about breeding. That's the only thing I like to know more of, but, um, I'm assuming that you'll get, well, the, the children will be like, um, more one parent than the other but mm-hmm. um it it's, it's like, again with the you... humanity thing and this is a horrible example but i mean we do know that royalty kept its bloodlines close and that's pretty much what you're doing when you talk about mixing or back crossing or reinforcing a plant with itself if you know that you know every seed is different like every child is different Just because the same parents had multiple children, even if you had twins, they're not the same person. So by nature of a seed, you will never have the same plant identically. So, yeah, you will. Mm. You can. They have different wisdom nugget for sure. (laughs) They have different qualities. Definite wisdom nugget. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the beauty of of breeding and then cloning and. Right. See, uh, well, eventually, I mean, hopefully I like to have my own strand one day. Um, But I definitely do think it's interesting how you can, like you were saying, manipulate plants to kind of like get your desired results. So, well, yeah, 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, naming plants and everything. I mean, you know, like, I'm I'm in this cannabis education. It's what I do deeply. Yes, we and, <clears throat> and trying to figure out, like, you know, why isn't weed legal? Why don't, why can't I get a prescription for weed? Why can't you just prescribe this particular strain? Like, what's what's going on here? Um, even in working in the industry and trying to find these these this information out from the strains that we have and the information that we have and learning about how, again, just like human beings, anybody got a bad sibling for no ass reason? Anybody got a sibling as an asshole or a jerk I think or unnaturally awesome? <laughs> My siblings everything. have a sibling like that. just because you have the same parents definitely doesn't mean you're gonna have the same children and even if you have the same children if you send one of your children to public school and one of your children to private school they're gonna have a completely different outcome so just because i got this purple haze strain and i grow it in my house that doesn't mean that it's gonna have the same thc (coughs) percentage or terpene profile that its parent had even <laughs> though it's a clone it still won't Wisdom be exactly nugget. the same pew, pew, that's pew, where pew. you get the like the different <clears throat> phenols from and a lot of times when crossbreeders want to kind of keep a certain trait of the strand i imagine that's why they would cross it with the same the same strand it's like okay um for you know this cherry pie was super fruity and this this one was super fruity we cross it together you know we have a kid that's super fruity um and that that's a dominant trait that's consistent you know in every harvest you're going to have it's it's going to be fruity nope because the temperature and the environment can change that well so you could grow it you could change the temperature and make it purple and have a completely different smell you could change the uh you could change the some of the frequencies of the LEDs and the lights See, add these different waves that can manipulate the plant. Like I de- yes, I definitely could agree with that. But I think in terms of genetics, when you have a strong parent that has been reran and reran, it gets diluted to the point where those traits will will obviously dominate the recessive traits. Yeah. So of course you can always you know find methods and techniques to manipulate you know, things to get your desired results from whatever yeah, you want from that. Definitely. But um, you can't change genetics, you know what I'm saying? But um, overall, you can maybe, you know, probably enhance it to where it's like even more fruit forward to the point where you can pinpoint, you know, what fruit it tastes like. Hell yeah. Or maybe it's, you know, not as fruity as, you know, the parent strand because, you know, maybe you didn't flush. So there's a shit ton of like trace nutrients left in your final product. So the taste right. is just... Um, fucked but um i mean basically like you know for phenotypes and genetics anybody interested in the same thing and uh don't understand or never knew like how does the strain even happen what is it for real you know what does it mean to be stable what is the f1 f2 f3 f4 what does this mean um yeah f4 the fourth generation is when you achieve somewhat of a stable genetic plant phenotype that will more often than not yield you a plant of a particular type four generations of back crossing and going through and having the ability to look at all of the plants that grew from the seeds that came from this one and doing tests to see which one had the strongest whatever or 
you know, and then mix those again to. <laughs> it's what, a beautiful thing, though, man. Shout out to. What if you just like to smoke weed, <laughs> and you live in the District of Columbia, and you want to be compliant, whatever that means. Grow your own. How do you how do you just get started? How does the basic person that doesn't know about like phenotypes and the generations and whatnot? How do you just like get a seed and like see, see what happens? How did you get started? How did you learn? How did you even begin to learn about, you know, how to grow? Uh, well, actually at the time when I was moving into an old home of mine, um, the landlord have just started Capsudam. Shout out to Capsudam. I don't know if you all know about them. Um, and he's like, you know, do you want to take some classes? I just started the school pretty much. And of course, like, why wouldn't I? Um, and then through that course, it, it kind of motivated me to, to actually do it because I was also in a house of like-minded people and growers too. So um, that helped as well. And um, I wasn't going into it like completely blinded. So um, once I got a lot of connects through that, I literally, like, once I got my, once I passed the test and stuff, um, I literally walked into a shop and got some used, like a used tin. I came with a light and some bags of soil. And, um, the guy was super nice. He's like, you know, if you need help setting it up, like, you can just give me a call, blah, blah, blah. Um, it lit probably cost me like for everything, I want to say 300, maybe not even that. What was the shop you went to? Um, was it here in D.C.? It local? was not in D.C. Um, Never mind then. <laughs> Moving um, forward. Yes, let's do that. But um, no, literally it was like $300 and it came with the HPS um, in which I literally swear by. Yeah. Um, I know <clears throat> everybody's a fan of the LEDs, but I kid you not. Like, And even if you're looking at like cultivators, you rarely see them using the LED. No, supplemental um, light only. But um, yeah, it came with an HPS. And what is HPS? High pressure, um, high pressure sodium. sodium yes. It's like the um, super bright. <laughs> Generates a lot of heat, which is why hey, a lot of people don't like so it. Funny. But um, if you have the proper ventilation. I'm like, um, so surprised that I was able to answer no that. <laughs> no, I wasn't surprised you could answer it. I was like, all of you were like, duh. <laughs> like anyone should know what HPS means. <laughs> I mean, we should no. have like a whole grow yeah, talk show, yo. Like, yes, we just this is how educational. Can we can we give a shout out to your t shirt? Like, we talking about yeah. phenotypes oh, yeah. and it's all of that, man. Um, shout out to Gelato. What is that? Sunset and and Girl Scouts. Sunset Sherbert and yes, don't quote it is. me on that, but you can quote me on that. Is that <laughs> the type of weed that you grow? Gelato or like to? Grow? I have not grown gelato actually. It's one of the newest trends. So I don't. If you follow me, like I, I like like I do the classics. You know, my last harvest was a uh, white widow. Yeah, um, I had some I Northern Lights. I've done that. Ooh. OG Kush. I've done a couple of times. Um, so like I'm like a classics kind of girl. There's a lot of new strands out there. Like I can't even keep up. Um, gelato is one of them. Girl Scout cookies seems to be hot. <laughs> Platinum cookies. There's all types of cookies <clears throat> nowadays. Um, but I'm I'm sticking to the classes. I'll probably venture off, but I actually want to start doing CBD strands. So nice. um, that's my next move. So in addition to the different types of flowers you're growing, you also uh, make some dope T-shirts. Can we uh, show our audience yes. some of her merchandise? Where can people Where can out. people get one of your dope T-shirts? Well, um, we we do do pop ups, but I rarely do those. I've probably done about three. 
um, thus far. Oh, thank um, you. <laughs> that's how we met too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out um, to Girl with right Lisa. Now. Right? No, seriously. Hey, yeah, she connected us. Um, Word. She connected us too. Okay. Um, but yeah, I who we should shout her out. Yes, yeah, Lucia. Lisa, how you doing? Yes, a um, matter of fact, she does a live video. Looking? I think weekly too. She's a dope grower. She's spitting yep. the knowledge as well. So yep, yep. yep. Shout out to the patch, so Growly. I'm not familiar she with the person. A, um, you can follow her. It's like Grow with Lisa, but uh-huh. it's G R O W I T H L I S A. Yeah, Grow with. Lisa. Mm. You can follow her on Instagram. She does events and educates people and connects Mm -hmm. people in the cannabis community. I mean, that's an amazing connection right there. She should definitely definitely. get a shout out for that. That's awesome. (laughs) You know how I met her? I met her like (laughs) 10 years ago almost as a restaurant worker. She's a really powerful voice and advocate for uh, paid sick days here in the district. She's one of the most powerful voices to uh, help us actually win that for restaurant workers. Hell yeah. Growth Lisa. She does cannabis cardio too, I believe. She does do the cannabis cardio. And I'm all for like incorporating cannabis to enhance your your, your workout lifestyle. Um, I know it's kind of like you know a stigma towards that and you know if you're healthy you can't be a smoker or whatever it is um but that's definitely false because you don't have to smoke weed actually you don't need to you can use it as a topical or you can eat it instead yeah um so yeah let's definitely get more to that (laughs) especially if you do yoga (laughs) shout out to grandma k i gave her some cbd oil over over christmas yes hell yeah Yo, it's always nice yeah, when like you can give you know. Oh yeah, no my gr- my family. I don't know if they they're probably watching, but <laughs> hey, um, they're definitely Shout supportive. Let's just family. say that very supportive, <laughs> yeah. very supportive. That's yes, awesome, as you all know. <laughs> um, so yeah, for our viewers, definitely follow um, Indigo Green uh, on Instagram. You yes. can uh, see her beautiful pictures. There's super beautiful and dope and she's post when she's doing events and pop-ups where you can get her t-shirts um and tinctures and other awesome things that she uh um experiments and makes with uh you can learn about that by following our instagram page i think we have a graphic where it's up there it's at indigo green underscore underscore yeah somebody took indigo green so damn them bastards damn them all to hell exactly right um but no, as far as my shirts, sorry, I want to bounce back to that as well. Um, you can also, we do custom orders. So the person that I work with for the shirts, I don't know if you are familiar, but his name is Scooter Gold. So he does like customized orders. Like we literally are pressing the shirts like ourselves. And um, so you can do down to like, you know, if you want a different color or even if you have an idea that you want to see come to life, um, he can do that as well. Um, he's really dope. He's also a grower too, actually. Um, which is how we met. And, um, yeah, we basically collabed on on the cannabism apparel, but he does a shit ton of dope stuff. He has one um, that's taken off right now, and it's like a depth to racism shirt, which is super relevant right now. So um, definitely check him out, too. Shout out to Scooter Gold. Um, and, yeah, we Very just nice. trying Depth to racism is always relevant i know (laughs) i know i was like hell yeah very very much so um but like i mean the time is definitely now so it seems that we've finally come to a point where we're ready to to act um amen and 
yeah, let's let's see how it unfolds. That's exciting. There's a really awesome uh, community here in the <clears throat> district of growers, and uh, it's just really exciting times here. You know, very. To it seems we're trying to coin as the district of cannabis. Yeah, ah. can we do that? Yeah. I like it. I, I literally had hashtag. that shirt on earlier. What? I changed my shirt because I had to pick up my baby boy and the J Suite. But yeah, I wish I had a sh- shout outs to Regal Thoughts. It's it's such a dope ass shirt. Like, wow, serendipity. Literally you says. Check that out because I would definitely rock that. Yeah, man. It's red, black, and green. Nice. Very nice. Dope, dope shirt. Again, shout outs to Regal Thoughts. Shout outs to Gelato. Shout outs to Indigo Gelato. Wish you, I don't Underscore. know. Like, what's you guys' favorite strand? Or do you have one? How you, how you feel about that? I'll let you, you know, all go first. You know, man. You know, I love Blue Dream. And I know Blue Dream is like, is like you know, the the what, you know, basic strain or whatever. It's easy to grow. It's <laughs> it really that's big. That's classic. <clears throat> it's so good. It, it is, is so good. good. It is and so good. And you, a domino and yeah, and you and always true. know when it when it's the real deal. And uh, it always works. And it tastes so good. And yeah, I have a bunch of chronic pain. And Blue Dream yeah. just does it, man. Blue Dream is definitely top three for me. Um Number one is probably going to go for, you know, some good old GDP. Um, oh, shit. That's like, I mean, it looks nice. It smokes even better. and Tastes like 2000, early 2000s. Definitely early yeah. 2000s. It makes yeah. me feel so good. Um, I feel like, like for like three like, years all I had, it was solid. But, but it now was, it is like you can't even, you can't even can't buy get it. it. And no. It's like it, no. If you do find it, it's like. It's every, it's purple Urkel. It's green yeah, paint. Right? Yeah, purple punch and like you all know? this other forbidden fruit. I think uh, my number I one though is Tangy. Tangy. That shit is just so fucking tasty. You know, I haven't tried it, but I've I've smelled it. It's tasty. Yeah, it's I, can, I can ridiculous. Um, I've I've it's, been a, the newest strain that I think I've really become a fan of is probably Gorilla Glue. Um, oh yeah, can we I call can't it get that? Off of that can number even, four. I know they like there was some big deal about. The gorilla glue, the glue. What are they gonna do? Are they gonna sue like, me? They did. <laughs> they like. Uh, it's I missed GG4 the memo. Now, I didn't GG know or something. Yeah. Whatever. I just don't think it's an impressive looking plant. Oh, what? It's super frosty. I actually love gorilla glue too. That'd probably be my. It's kind of stringy. Beat. But I should specify and say that I love the uh, pain relief that gorilla glue consistently gives, and the kind of mellow, calm. That also consistently comes with Gorilla Glue. Um, Sour Diesel, too. I was thinking of that, mine. but I don't because of how inconsistent it is. I, it's very. And I grew very, very. some I don't ever fire see the sour, sour Diesel. Diesel. Really? Remember? I would have. Lo- you did! And it was awesome. It was all fluffy. Yes. And that's the sour I like. I Lime green, it. fluffy. Yes. That New York Diesel, that dark green, heavy gas. Mm, yeah. You're saying one, you're saying them all. I needed to sting my nose <laughs> when I smell it. Like, Oh, I, knew I, haven't y'all had good would be able, I knew y'all would be able to relate in Kara's conversation. I love, because um, I, we love about. weed. Everybody. You love weed. I love yeah. weed too, but I'm like, does it smoke? Okay, great. <laughs> I like that one. You see, but th- you can change that. And I think the more we do have talks like this and the more you know open we are about it, the more we normalize cannabis, yeah. the more yeah. you know, we're going to have more cannoisseurs out there that yes. know what they're smoking. Cannoisseurs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Be a cannoisseur. We need more. Wow. Yes. That, I'm all about that. Shameless plug for the Master Terp Tasting Class with the Green Life. Make sure you come through 30 strains at least oh, wow. to smell. 
What's very interesting is that I've noticed as I've gone up in strain, people still smoke the same, same amount thing. of strains. Oh, okay. And yes, generally mm-hmm. the same ones. Yeah, I find that DC loves OG. They do. They really it's love so it. annoying. It's very they don't annoying. Even, they don't even know. It. You, you could, it's so annoying. It's I'm not going to go on this OG rant, yeah. but it's like... Uh, um, yeah, can we actually ban that for two thousand? Yeah, like just because you saw it in a fucking rap video doesn't mean it's the best train. Exactly. That's all it is. Somebody endorsed it. Some, some, some. I mean, Grant famous is person like endorsed it. The parent of like a lot of strands out here, but it's let, good, let's give it a break. Okay? It's a good strain, give it a rest. but it's not even OG is not a strain. Let's get that for the record. OG stands for ocean grown, <laughs> right? Which is a direct reference to a specific to part of well, Northern California, also known as the Emerald yeah. Triangle, uh-huh. along the coast, where at this part of you know the world, the planet, the Earth. The land is actually ancient coral because, you know, the uh, ocean used to come in as far as like wherever Salt Lake City, Utah. That's why the lake is salty because the ocean came in like that. I thought it was just salty. How else would we have a desert with sand? How does sand get in the middle of the... It comes the bottom of the... It was the floor of the ocean. Did you ever read The Alchemist? <laughs> that's literally my favorite i'm so glad you bought yeah that. speaking of dreams yo um, people that remember this their this dreams. is a good omen no, it is no seriously omen. um literally my top author probably i mean yeah definitely i'd say so he's, he's like brazilian guy even his like personal life is freaking crazy um but like his his books are so and i like how each of them kind of have like a different theme like mm-hmm. the alchemist like you know, you mm-hmm. you have this guy on a journey and he just comes full circle at the end of it. And like um, it's kind of in a sense of like you're always where you need to be. Um, and that's kind of what I learned from that. And then from there, I kind of like that book literally changed my life. From mm-hmm. there, I like went on to read his other books and like he has so many. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even talks about like obviously like your spirituality and how you can incorporate that into your day to day life and how, you know, if you remain aware, you know, faith will come for you and know, all this stuff. Um but he literally has a book, um, which is how I basically why I like to kind of share my message through clothing. Um, I think this one was from um, either The Pilgrimage or Bright Up. But um, he goes, he says, um, clothes transform emotion into matter. Um, and I never realized how you know much I'm, my mood is impacted by what i'm wearing or yes. like how i how i look um but oftentimes when you look good you feel good right and even yes. if you feel bad you look good and you you'll still be okay um and like even just getting my eyebrows done like we all know what, how much that changes your whole life when your eyebrows are fleeky right mm-hmm. and like when when they're not it's like yo like why is life against me like everything <laughs> <laughs> everything is just is gone to hell um, but that's kind of like why I <laughs> went through with clothing. I'm that fleeky. I was just looking at them earlier this week. I was like, man. Oh, man. I need to get these shit. When I don't get my it's eyebrows like arched, I look 12. <laughs> it does definitely. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I got but. carded for tobacco with the eyebrows <laughs> arched. And I was like, oh, my God. I really need to go get these done. You, you think knew. I'm a teenager? <laughs> Man. Because of the eyebrows, though, I don't. I don't. 
I, I would have to show you. I'll, I'll, afterwards, I'll, I'll show you guys footage of me with my eyebrows not arched, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it makes them are you twelve? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's facts. Clothes um, yeah, are very important. Um, which is, yeah, this is why I chose this this um, way to kind of share my message. I love um, it, man. Activism through ex- apparel, looking good, is the yeah. thing. Absolutely. It's a thing. And yes. we're the now is the time. Like yes. what a time to be alive. There's so many things. I mean <clears throat> it's from our hair to the shirts and I love wearing weed sh- past the J. Word of that. You, you know? know? It's definitely Wish I had my district of cannabis shirt on though. I mean, that's why I started Tiger Swan a year and a half ago, is because in the movement I saw these women who were like carrying the work, running that shit, but you know, like, weren't always speaking up in the meetings and weren't always uh, countering uh, some of the bullshit decisions that men were making. And I was like, you know what? And I noticed that their outfits weren't on fleek either. So I was like, if I can just have some time with women to talk about how they feel, when they feel most powerful and beautiful, and figure out what that looks like through clothes material and help them feel on point every day when they're stepping into the workplace, then maybe they'll feel more confident at saying what they know needs to be said. Right. You know? Uh, yeah, no, I can definitely agree with that. Um, I can even say just like, even my posture definitely is like... <laughs> Um, dependent on, on my outfit. Like a lot of times if I don't feel comfortable in something that I'm wearing or, or something like that, I, I become a little more standoffish, you know, maybe I have my arms crossed all the time or like, you know, I'm just not as approachable. Um, but like when you're just going through life and you know, your everyday thing, you don't really realize how that impacts you <clears> into <throat> like, you're feeling good. And right. You're just like, Oh shit. shit. Like yeah. yeah. Like, I, I I'm doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you you feeling yourself exactly. Yes. Um but I mean obviously you can tell when you're depressed like what do you want to wear like nothing but sweatpants and like your favorite tee and see me last your week. bonnet every night. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like the depressed attire right there. Um but James <laughs> 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 is like uh that's my standard outfit, <laughs> and I look fly as fuck in it, so... I mean, don't get me wrong. A nice pair of sweats in my favorite scene. You can never go wrong with that. See, but, uh, I just wear, like, really dark black clothing so no one <laughs> really knows black. what I'm wearing. And then... See, most of my attire is actually dependent Very on classic. the bike, because I ride a bike. Mm-hmm. And in the summertime, like, I need... Like, I can't just wear anything because I ride a bike everywhere I go, and I'm not changing riding a bike because of my outfit. You know what I mean? Like, I show up to a meeting sometimes sweaty, and I don't really give a fuck because I rode my bike. And, like, are we here to do business, or are we here for me to, like, not be sweaty? <laughs> like, why would that fucking matter? You know what I mean? Like, why would that matter? So, yeah. but in the wintertime, I don't really have an excuse. I just wear, I literally own, like, four of these sweaters and, like, three pairs of these pants, and I wear them pretty much every day. Yeah, it's standard uniform. I do. I, I just switch sexy. up my Adidas, like, different color it's Adidas. Dope, That's you know? it. Like, you know, there's there's people like Carl Lagerfeld, like Anna Wintour. They always wear the same damn outfit. Yeah, I mean, it's iconic though. I mean, like you know, if you do what you do well, yeah, right, it is, it's right, you. You right. know, and it's recognizable. Shout out to Black. You know what <laughs> yes, I mean? and up. Carl Definitely. Lagerfeld is like 
the, not the father of Chanel, but like worked for Chanel forever, right, right. you know, and he's always in black and white, black, you know, yeah. so I'm about to go all black everything to myself and like just start popping with jewels because yeah. I'm going to get bigger as I get more pregnant. I don't have time to be coordinating colorful <laughs> shit and whatnot. I just need to look fly and sleek. And you and do, you have accessories for days. For days. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, for years. Oh my no! Well, I came back Tiger to swan. life today, so I was like, "I'm doing it all. Yes. <laughs> I'm Living putting on all life. the colors. I yes. love the jade yes. rings. Thank you. Yes, you know. Tiger Swan. Uh, um, I don't know. I have a weird view with clothes and stuff because I have multiple personalities. Definitely, and, yeah. You know, so you be changing it up. You come in here looking like a different person almost every single time. Yeah, you feel different. Many every time, people. You know? I I do. I don't know. It's weird. Um, it's a lot of different pieces. I had this this man once in this candle store. I'm looking at this candle and it's like I feel compelled because it was one of those stores. Oh, we that should sold. put Frida on the table. Yeah, put Frida on the table. Talking about love yourself and yes, stuff. You got a wingspan there, and girl. Be Go ahead. Fly, no matter <laughs> fucking what, yo. Frida. But um, <clears throat> let's light her up. I just uh. You know, having having the body that I have, you know, it's the been a naughty lot. Nina Ross, <laughs> voluptuous body. It's it's been it's a lot of attention, and there are things that someone else that doesn't have my body can wear, and it's no big deal. I put on the same thing, and it's like hey, it doesn't it doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> how it is you're just gonna see certain things if it's any type of form fitting <coughs> to my body so just kind of being mentally ready when i'm leaving the house for harassment mm-hmm. approachment mm. a certain level of attention Bunch of bullshit. you know but i don't know like when you said that about you know if you wear sweatpants and stuff like that it's a sign of depression but i mean me trying to avoid being sexually harassed because I decided to look nice today. Uh, is that a sign of depression? It's a depressing Ooh, state of reality like, okay. <laughs> to note that, you know, before I go to work out, I want to make sure that as I run, no one can see my body. Like, I don't even, I can't even do that in public because there's like nothing safe, you know? So when I'm, I'm it's a conscious choice to when I take the time to do certain things, you know, look anything other than, you know, I don't know, but it's kind of, I don't know if it's devolved itself (coughs) into the, the reason why I have these different sides where one side is completely no nails. (laughs) The lashes are the only residual that stayed lashes and brows. Let you know that maybe, maybe, she had a t-shirt on. I don't, I don't know. I don't, you know, this is a different, this is Mills trying. It took a long time to kind of even get to this because there really was a like, don't look at me until I want you to look at me. And then when I, when I want you to look at me, <laughs> I just got really uncomfortable. Mm. I felt a tingle. I'm just, I just, <laughs> I enjoy. But I definitely don't want Okay, so I don't want you to misunderstand. Um, but I didn't mean so. If you're wearing sweats, I'm not necessarily meaning that, you know, you're depressed. But 
Naughty Nina's really trying to come Nina out. Nina can wear sweats too, you know. Definitely. It's, it's inside. It's all about what makes you feel sexy. It's just. Um, but, <laughs> you know, in a sense, like like I'm saying, like um, your emotions definitely translate in, in whatever clothes you're wearing. So typically, if you are depressed, you're not going to want to f- do put in the work to look your best, so to speak, whatever, you know, that may mean to you. Um, but if, if you do even put in that little bit of effort, it can uplift your mood that, that much more. And, you know, it's this whole ideals of what sexy is, um, that I, I want to just tap on because I'm not saying like you have to be half face beat and, you know, getting your best, you know, fuck em dress or your fuck em heels and just go out and slay. If that's what makes you feel sexy, by all means do that. But how many of us actually have the time and want to put in the effort to do that every day? Most I of can't us even don't. walk in heels, so <laughs> that's not happening. And I'm definitely not, um, you know, up to that challenge every morning. Um, but <laughs> this is know. why it was so weird that I was hanging out with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> Way to bring yeah, it back. She's like, like the, the ultimate. ultimate. She's yeah. like the Girly Marilyn girl. Monroe yeah. today. I was just like, what? Definitely. All right. <laughs> Aww, I felt but everybody sour, has a Kim sad for Marilyn Monroe when you said that. Oh. <laughs> I love Marilyn. I Shout know. Out to, I, this is a topic for another I conversation. Know. I don't know what's The complexities going on of, yeah. Empathy anyway, the it. sex kitten in yes. public media. But as you were saying, sorry, we cut <laughs> you <laughs> off. I don't know. I don't you know, know what? What I kind of feel like though is that we've had a really round, rich conversation all over the place this evening. We talked about dreams and consciousness we talked about resolving uh past uh weight and letting go we talked about transformation and uh cannabis use for meditation and yoga we talked about beauty and clothes up in here we talked about weed culture and like technical shit about yeah. growing things shout out to all the people that understood the conversation <laughs> um there's some people like me that just have a green thumb i'm like dirt water and light that pay attention too. to it every you day did a great job that's what you do and so yeah we talked about like so much today so i feel like um and we shouted out a bunch of like local yeah. cannabis entrepreneurs and national businesses, businesses. um so <laughs> Right now is a good time to wrap it. Ninety early nineties rave. Come to center, you know. Yes, I think a metaphysical moment Yo, is in order. What, what was the What was the moment that we had earlier? When it was like mm-hmm. we're gonna put a pin in it, come back, and get metaphysical. I don't remember um, that moment. I'm gonna blame Jameson. You got pregnant, so you don't have to remember anything. Can I have right. a little bit of Jack? Oh, now you want um, the jacket. I know. Yeah. Well, I wanted some earlier, but I didn't want... We were really... This was this was a good <laughs> show, man. We were it into was. it. I know. It was a great conversation. Yeah. I thought, this I did, awesome. I did want to ask y'all each Thank you. one more question, actually, though. And maybe maybe we can tell it quickly. <clears throat> um, I mean, you know, we're not we'll paying see. by the minute in this joint yeah, or anything. Yeah. But it is 1030, so I'm trying I to be respectful yeah. of our people. But... <laughs> You know, I, you know what? I want to ask Indigo to close it out and then have Jay close us with the metaphysical moment. And this all give you a moment to get your shit together. <laughs> but um, Indigo, tell us about the first time you ever smoked weed. It was probably the best day of my life. 
Um, I'm 24. And literally, like, so it was with this kid. His, his name was, well, he didn't, you don't need to know his name, but, like, his parents were, like, <laughs> yeah. super rich. And, <laughs> like, he was, like, this adopted kid. So he was, like, just super cool and, like, a little weird. But um, it was me and um, this other girl who's my best friend at the time. And so we're chilling in his house. And, like, his parents were completely cool with us, like, smoking in the house and stuff. Um, and... You know, he smoked all the time, and my my best friend smoked pretty often, and I was the only newbie. So um, they're like, you know, oh, you know, let's try it. Like, it's fun, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I never was really against it, so I'm like, sure, why not? Um, I think I was, like, 15, and um, we made, like, one of those water water bottle bong things. Have you the DIY yes. lifestyle. You make the hole in it yes. with aluminum foil, yeah. And um, the whole bottle fills up and I obviously I hit too hard for the first puff and I'm dying for like the next 15 minutes. And um, they're both laughing at me while they're like taking their hits and whatever. And like, I just remember everything being okay. Like at that moment, like as a teenager, nothing's like ever okay. You know, like everything's always <laughs> fucked all up. over the place. Yeah, life is always ruined. Um, but Life is always ruined. It, like I just remember Such feeling good. so good. And um, his parents, like, ordered his Chinese food, and we watched Cat Williams. I think it was, like, oh, Pimpin'. Shit. It's Pimpin', Pimpin'. One of his earlier stand-ups. Yes. But, and Step Up. Funny. We watched Step Up, too. <laughs> Classic. So, yeah. That Speaking was the first which, time. He just dropped a new comedy I watched special. It. I watched that shit yes. last night. It was it's hilarious. It's pretty funny. Yes. Uh, it's called uh, Great America. Check it out on Netflix, y'all. <laughs> Shout out to Cat Williams. Definitely. Although he doesn't have the perm anymore, and I was... What is it? I know. What is it? Was it have short hair? It's yeah. like a jerk. Like, like a, like, it's got like a, like a mini pompadour. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Pompadour. Yeah. Mini. <laughs> Very miniature. Like mini. Yeah, you just got to see. It's kind of it like funny, mini though. finger waves, but not really. Okay. Yeah. He was sweating a lot. You just got to. He was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, wasn't he? Never mind. Anyway, yeah. So with that, <laughs> yeah. uh, we love you, Kat that's a good story. That's a good story, full of laughs in a safe environment with it friends, was. with adult supervision, even yes. and Luckily food enough. and nourishment and laughter. It's pretty solid. Best high ever, you know. And the teenage angst went away. Yeah. You know, haven't I'm, been that high since. I can't um, encourage any of our viewers who are 15 to smoke weed. I can. Do it, I kids. Can. I'm just kidding. It's terrible. Oh, I approve that. There's no kids watching us right now. I'm, I'm definitely not promoting that, especially as a future <laughs> mom. But, uh, yeah, I want to thank everyone for tuning in and uh, want you to participate with us in this beautiful metaphysical moment to get your mind right and yes, reflect I. so we can... Take the energy on into the future. Jay Mills. Yes, yes, yes. As we reflect on the moment that everyone forgot, including myself, we choose a new <laughs> <laughs> topic. I feel like that was like last week that it happened. Though. No, it was. I early. swear to God, I we really were do. like, oh, I was like, no, put a pin in it. I'm gonna bring it back, but it's okay because an even greater wisdom nugget came up when the concept of the dreams, the mm. self, yes. the spirit, and I just wanted to remind 
As in remind, as in like make your mind up over again in the fact that you are more than a body on this earth. You are more than even the mind in your body. We don't even think about our mind truthfully and what our mind is and just how much our mind can do. What is your mind? Your mind that has the hairs that raise up on the back of his neck and makes you turn around when somebody's looking at you and gives you that feeling in the pit of your gut or that intuition or that reason to look at your phone before somebody texts you. Think about somebody and they call you. You see them. All of these things, these you don't think with your brain. You think with every part, every cell, every part of you, your aura, your chakra, your mind, your thoughts. They're so powerful, so powerful. But within your mind and this concept of yourself, there's still something even greater than this self that holds itself in the light of all that is your spirit. And that is what decided to separate itself from the absolute realm of all, where all that is, is all that is, and all that is, is all that is. I mean, we only know nighttime because we on the earth. The sun doesn't ever stop shining. The earth just turns its back. So the idea of night, day and night, all of these things that we experience in this relative realm are just that it's an experience but it's amazing thing experiences because knowledge is nothing without wisdom you only get wisdom once you've applied the knowledge or not applied the knowledge to understand mm. why you needed that knowledge in the first place because i'm the type of person got to touch something to know just how hot mm. it is because i can tickle my fingers in the fire so i don't know fire is always kind of like I didn't understand it. Like there's all these elements, but what is fire? Fire is almost the physical manifestation of the transience of the spirit and the amazing, powerful and potential that you have when you focus and spend some time on one thing, on one thought, on one dream. So as we are spirits that decided to experience this earth through a mind that would allow us to have a perspective in this body that would hope that we could experience what it is to be light on earth. In order to be light, you got to be light in the dark. So that meant that you had to decide how bright your light was going to be and how dark your night was going to be. Cause I mean, you want to be the sun, you want to have to deal with some serious darkness out this bitch, you know, <laughs> just how bright your light is, is exactly opposite of how dark <laughs> the opposite forces you will encounter will be because you only know yourself through experience. We can think that we're compassionate until it comes time for us to love somebody who has given you every reason to hate them. So did you really come here to master compassion? Oh, you thought it was, you knew what it was when it came time to do it. You can't fool yourself. So my metaphysical thought is just to dream and trust in the highest intention of yourself. Trust in your thoughts. Realize that for every religion that says that you were praying, you are talking to yourself. Let that marinate. That's my thought. Vibrate higher. Trust in your dreams. Write them down. Know that the things that are only visible to you are the realest things there are.
everything else is illusion. One love. Thank you, J Mills. Lambo meets Kanye <laughs> and Kim Kardashian coming at you, <laughs> you know, 2018. Hello. <laughs> yes, thank whole you. Whole year been great. Whole year. Whole, whole year. year. Whole year. Whole year. Whole year. Whole year. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you to our viewers thank you again indigo green for joining mm-hmm. us for follow her me. on instagram follow and uh learn from her and yes. uh we're so excited we'll see y'all here next week tuesday 9 p.m same time same place same peace out <laughs>